Hello and welcome to this very special episode of the Not Just a Lawyer podcast. Today's podcast is dedicated to the Canberra Law Students Society. That's a society for the law students at the Canberra Law School, which is part of the University of Canberra. And this podcast is released today as part of their IU OK Day shenanigans. And it's obviously a massive year for needing to reflect on whether we're okay and to look at the people around us and ask them that question too. So I have some specific issues to talk about that are often on the minds of law students, not just at the University of Canberra, but I'm sure they're also on the minds of law students all around Australia and at the Australian National University, which is where I studied. And a lot of these questions spring to mind because of my experience as a law student back in the dark ages and also my experience as a lawyer. Um, And included in that experience has been quite a bit of time spent behind the scenes in the regulatory sphere when I was president of the ACT Law Society and also as I remain right now on the executive. So I get to see a lot of the applications that come before the courts for admission as a lawyer and I know what kinds of things um, are of concern to the courts and the admissions board when they're looking at people coming into the profession. And I'd like to be able to give you a bit of reassurance today about mental health issues and how they in fact do not make you unsuitable to be a lawyer, but in many cases they make you a much better lawyer. I'm fortunate to be able to record this podcast on the traditional lands of the Ngunnawal people, and I pay my respects to their elders past and present. Before I get into the nitty gritty of this episode, I want to tell you all that it's okay not to be okay. You've probably heard that a lot more during 2020 because there's a collective realisation that things are tough, but I want to tell you at any time, it is okay not to be okay. And it's okay if you don't know why you're not okay. It happens to all of us. And the important thing is how we deal with it. And hopefully this podcast will give you a little bit of reassurance if you find yourself struggling or you're wondering, gosh, uh, is my mental health okay? And if it's not, is this going to have a negative impact on my legal career? If you feel like you should talk to someone right now, Lifeline is available to speak to you on 131114. As you probably know, Lifeline are a national charity providing all people experiencing emotional distress with access to 24-hour crisis support and suicide prevention services. You might think, gosh, things aren't that dire for me, but I really would like someone to talk to. Lifeline are there for you. Don't ever think that you are not worth talking to. They will always be really happy to hear from you and to have a word with you. This is going to be a fairly short and sweet episode of the podcast where I focus on some specific concerns 
that I'm told students at the University of Canberra and I'm sure many other law schools in Australia have been facing. The excellent president of your Law Students Society has told me that there are some issues that law students are finding particularly worrying at the moment. And I thought she was going to tell me it's about COVID-19 and getting a job. But what's actually worrying a lot of you at the moment is mental health and whether addressing mental health issues will lead you to be seen as weak or unemployable. And I'm here to tell you as someone with significant experience, both as a lawyer and behind the scenes, in the regulatory aspect of the law, that is absolutely not true. First, every single lawyer in Australia is not just a lawyer, they are also a person. They have ups and downs in their lives, they have things going on behind the scenes, and there's absolutely no way that any of us could do our jobs with, without also bringing our humanity into our roles. And for many of us, that includes bringing valuable experience that we have gained through facing mental health difficulties. There are a lot of lawyers who are practicing with diagnoses of anxiety and depression and who are handling those really well in conjunction usually with their general practitioner and often seeing someone like a counsellor or a psychologist and often in conjunction with a medication regime. So it is absolutely normal uh, to be someone who's practising law and actively fielding a mental health issue. It does not make these people worse lawyers. In fact, being on top of their mental health, noticing when things are cropping up and causing difficulty and addressing those makes these people better lawyers because it makes them, number one, not only super responsible um, for getting assistance, but also it makes them really emotionally intelligent because they can see these things as they're arising, they can recognise them in themselves. And three, it typically makes them more compassionate, accessible and relatable for their clients. And I have to tell you, the human part of being a lawyer, it is the part of being a lawyer that's probably going to bring you the most satisfaction when you're out in your career. And it is certainly the thing that keeps clients coming back to lawyers. Now you might be thinking, well, I have something that's a lot more serious or I think it's more serious and maybe that's not what Sarah's talking about. Well, I'd like to assure you that we have people practicing who have diagnoses that might be regarded as more serious and they sometimes when facing um, admission, they might disclose those. And if there are any concerns with the relevant law society or with the court that's going to be admitting them, sometimes there are helpful conditions that are imposed so that everyone can feel comfortable about that person practicing. And it often helps the prospective practitioner feel like they're going to be okay. Um, sometimes it just involves doing what you're already doing, which is receiving treatment from a psychologist and continuing with your medication. Um, and 
it's more of a supportive role rather than anything that's intended to be punitive. Now, of course, um, if a person doesn't disclose these kind of things, then it won't be known that they're facing difficulties or potentially going to face difficulties as some of these things like um, bipolar can be cyclical and can arise when there's stress. And sometimes that means it might be a bit more difficult for the people around you to notice things if you're not noticing them and to help you get assistance if you need it. But I just need you to know absolutely 100% um, there is not um, a barrier to becoming a lawyer just because you might be facing mental health difficulties. I want to tell you absolutely, you are not unemployable or less desirable as an employee because you face these difficulties. It's very much the case right now, I know out in the ACT legal profession, that more than ever, employees are having frank conversations with their employers about mental health because sometimes people need to be very explicit with their employers about what they can and can't do um, or what they need to help them be at their best. So right now I'm thinking of examples where there are offices where some employees are still working from home and some have been able to go back to the office. And I know that conversations are going on about out there about some employees wishing to return to the office because they find that being at home is making them depressed or they're already um, successfully dealing with depression or anxiety, but being at home is just putting an extra burden upon them and making it more difficult for them to keep those issues at bay. So I have seen some very fruitful and frank discussions going on that have absolutely not diminished the employee's value in the eyes of their boss. In fact, it's been really helpful for both sides to know what's going on and to help people be at their very best and I also understand that people are worried about being seen as weak um, because they're seen they're seeing themselves as weak uh, if they're suffering from mental health issues Um, and let me assure you those voices that are telling you you're weak or that other people are going to be looking at you in that way they're probably the nasty voices of your anxiety and depression um, having a poke at you and why do I say this well I say this because I'm someone who has those afflictions and I've had them for my entire legal career Um, and I in fact had a very serious medical incident within the first few months of working as a lawyer. So can you believe it? I get admitted, I get my first job as a lawyer and I have a really serious accident um, and some medical misadventure. And that puts me on a path to um, panic attacks and the kind of symptoms that I've never before experienced. Um, And I was very frightened. And look, I want to tell you, that's not a super illustrious way to start a legal career, you would think. But as it turns out, I have not suffered one bit in my career due to having that occur. 
it's probably made me a more understanding person. Um, it definitely did not make me look bad in the eyes of my employer. I was really lucky. I had one of the partners at the firm at which I worked talk to me about PTSD and explain to me what that was and suggest to me that it might be something I should talk to someone about. And that had never crossed my mind. I had never previously spoken to any kind of mental health practitioner. I'd never even seen a counsellor in high school. And so it was excellent to have someone more worldly than I who was keeping an eye out for me. I want you to know that the legal profession isn't made up of robots. We are all people just like you. We have our ups and downs. Um, I want to assure you that suffering um, with a mental illness um, at any point in your life, whether as a student or once you enter the profession, is not something that is going to make you frowned upon, stigmatised or ostracised. It's not something that's going to make you be seen as someone who is weak. It is not going to make you unsuccessful. It's going to make you someone who ultimately is resilient, even though I think that word is overused a lot, but really it is. It's going to make you someone who is compassionate and organised and Addressing that issue within yourself is going to reflect extremely well on you as someone who is intelligent and emotionally intelligent. If I can tell you one thing about law school, it is that you should not be afraid to form a community with your fellow students. Sometimes law schools are seen as competitive places where everyone is trying to best one another but I think nothing is more important at any stage but particularly during 2020 than to form a community to be there for one another and to really support each other now only you know whether the people you're studying with are people that you are okay with feeling vulnerable in front of that's something that you will need to decide for yourself all I want to say is don't rule it out. You might form really supportive relationships during law school that will carry through to your career as a lawyer. You might not. These might be people that you don't stay in touch with. But I think you need to look around at each other. If you're someone who's thinking gosh, am I okay? Is it all right that I don't feel great? I want you to look around at your student friends and your rivals and everyone uh, who's in those Zoom lectures with you this year and have a think about what they might be going through and just be curious about the sorts of things that are going on in their lives because I'll bet that most of you are having very similar experiences um, in relation to study stress, 
in relation to homesickness and in relation to probably financial worries and other worries that are cropping up because of not just the pandemic but also the summer we had, all of those bushfires and also in relation to the racial injustice in Australia and America that a lot of us have been shielded from um, and are being very confronted by now. Of course, we have our First Nations people in Australia, our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations, who are always under pressure with these kind of issues. So again, think about what's going on around you and what the people around you might be experiencing as well. And have compassion for those people. But equally importantly, have some compassion for yourself. Now, I know that Are You Okay Day is geared towards looking at the people around us and not being afraid to ask a friend or an acquaintance, are you okay? I want to tell you right here and right now from an experienced member of the ACT legal profession, it is very much okay and it is really good in fact. If you take that compassion that you have for everyone else, and you turn it towards yourself. And don't just ask your friends and acquaintances, are you okay? Ask yourself, am I okay? And if you're not, that's okay. It's all right not to be all right. If you feel like you need to get some help, Your general practitioner is going to be an excellent first port of call. But I understand that you probably have access to some other excellent services. Headspace is one. And I gave the number for Lifeline earlier, which again is 131114. Your university also has resources. And I want to tell you that professionals out in the legal profession, we also need help. And so as part of the ACT Law Society's services to its members, we have an employee assistance program that we can go to if we need to talk to someone. And a lot of legal workplaces have those employee assistance programs of their own, and certainly government departments do as well. So I'm not just telling you to do things that I wouldn't do myself. We all know in the profession that we need to have self-compassion and that we need to seek help at times and there are resources out there for us to do so as well. I want to end by saying thank you for listening. If you have any questions about what I've said, you're most welcome to contact me. I would say your first port of call should be your lecturers or the law students society because they'll be able to help you with things specific to your studies but if you have any questions more generally please feel free to contact me I am Sarah Avery from Sarah Avery Legal Practice Thank you for listening to this episode of the Not Just a Lawyer podcast. This has been a special Are You OK Day episode dedicated to the students at the University of Canberra's Canberra Law School. Again, 
Ask your friends, your family, your acquaintances and your community, are you okay? But remember to turn that question inwards. Are you okay? It's all right not to be okay. It's all right to ask yourself the question, am I okay? And if you're not, it's more than all right to get some help. It's going to be great for you and it's going to make you an asset to the community and the clients that you'll one day serve. It's the hallmark of an excellent, reflective, compassionate person to seek help when they need it. So go out there and be excellent. And thank you very much for listening.